climate change, poverty, mental health, young people and adults face a world of constant change. It's the connections we make, innovations and education that come together to help us make a difference. Welcome to the power of young people to change the world. In this program, we bring together leaders that share stories designed to inspire you to serve, learn, and change the world. Now, here's your host, Amy Muirs. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to The Power of Young People to Change the World. I'm your host, Amy Muirs, and I'm here every Thursday on Voice America Empowerment Radio, where together we explore how young people are using their ideas, their creativity, and their passion to shape a better world, and how these amazing educators are utilizing the power of service learning to redesign education. If you tune into this show on a regular basis or checked out any of our podcasts, you know I love to talk to our guests, especially our young people, about the not only the change they're making in the world, but also about the skills that they're building, the knowledge, the expertise that they're tapping into. Um, so that impact that their experiences are having not only on the community, but on themselves. Um, It's this act of reflection that we love to talk about in service learning that really allows us to continue to grow and lead change. And today's guests are from an organization that is supporting these powerful learning experiences for young people. So Global Brigades has been on our show before. We had an amazing opportunity to hear from some young leaders, um, as well as the founder of the organization. And today we're welcoming a whole new group of of amazing people from this international nonprofit. They have, for the past 15 years, focused on empowering communities to lead their their own way out of poverty by tackling challenges in health and economics. Um, They're in countries like Ghana and Greece, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Panama. Um, And they have a service learning model that's student-funded social responsibility, and their impacts are absolutely phenomenal. Um, To date, Global Brigades has recruited more than 83,000 students from over 400 universities, and they've raised over $100 million in aid. And so these efforts, led by these young people, have provided like one and a half million patients and medical and dental treatments. Um, So they've helped over one and a half million patients. Um, They've established 106 community banks, and they gave over 12,000 loans and invested nearly $700,000 in local businesses and communities in all of these countries. Um, They've also installed 56 water systems, bringing clean, drinkable water to more than 32,000 people. So think about just the impact that um, these young people have had. And so today we have Um, Squad Abroad, the high school um, program on the show. So I'm really excited to welcome Eric Werner. He's the president of the Squad Abroad Global Brigades High School Program. We have an amazing teacher, Serena um, Cummage from She's a teacher and co-creator of the Edge Global Micro School in Liberty, Missouri. And then we have two students from Edge, Grace and Patrick. Everybody, I just want to welcome you to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Um, 
First, thank you for the amazing work that you're doing and a huge um, shout out to Global Brigades and the service learning program that you guys are running. It's like just phenomenal work and I'm just, I'm a huge fan. Um, Before I dive in and we start asking questions about um, the Squads Abroad program and really dig into the students' um, experience, I would love for each of you just to share a little bit about yourselves. And so, Eric, I'm going to start with you um, as president of the Squads Abroad program. Could you um, introduce yourself to our listeners? Hello. Yes. Thanks, Amy. Um, I guess my uh, journey of service learning really started as a Peace Corps volunteer where I worked uh, in small agriculture in Bolivia um, in the in the rural Andean highlands. And, uh, you know, that really started my journey of, you know, both the appreciation for the cultures, um, but also just the fascination with the complexity, you know, of development work. Um, and, and really the ability, you know, to make an impact and, and how good that felt. Um, so I, I brought that back, um, got my master's in education, um, out in Seattle and taught high school there for several years while also leading and guiding, um, high school service learning programs abroad. Um, I, I transitioned that into a full-time career in 2005 and was, had the opportunity Opportunity to join the Global Brigade, Brigades team to start up the high school division of Global Brigades, um, which we did in 2015. So um, that's just a quick little bit about my journey and uh, pleasure to be here today. Wonderful. Thanks, Eric. Um, love Peace Corps. So it's fun. Um, it's fun to know that that's where you got your start. There's a connection that we can talk about later between NYLC and the Peace Corps. Um, Serena, um, the amazing teacher who is working with these, these um, phenomenal students. Can you tell us a little bit about you? Absolutely. Thank you so much for inviting us to be here today. This is my 10th year working as a high school teacher, and it is our very first year of operation for our brand new global micro school called EDGE. We are part of the Liberty Public School District. We are located in Liberty, Missouri. And I personally am so excited for this school, for working with the Global Brigades Telesquad. It really allows me to um, pursue the love that I have of working with high school students in order to empower them to find their voices, become confident activists at a young age, and having the opportunities to truly learn those skills that they need to learn during high school through service projects, serving the community on both a local and global level. And I am just so incredibly fortunate to get to be able to do that every single day with, with our students. Thank you, Serena. And thank you for being one of those teachers who is willing to step outside of the classroom and into community. Um, We want to replicate you for every student everywhere. So thank you for that. (laughs) Grace, can you tell us a little bit about you? Yes. um, Thanks, Amy. Hello. My name is Grace Guillaume. I am one of Ms. Cummidge's students at Liberty High School in Liberty, Missouri. I'm also part of the EDGE Micro School, Empowering Discovery of the Global Experience. 
um, which has been really life-changing because it is all surrounded around the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, which perfectly ties into global brigades and just making that real-world impact. Um, so yes, I truly love collaborating with my peers and teachers and friends and family on just making real-world change through school and also through extracurriculars um, such as Varsity Debate, Women's Empowerment Club, National Honor Society, and just whatever I can get my hands on to make an impact or to learn how to make an impact in the future. I think that just helping people, lifting people up, and working together is one of the most important things to do. Um, and I think that voice is really powerful. I work at my internship at a local law firm to see how that voice can be put into action in regard to a number of issues and got to do that with Global Brigades. That's amazing. I love um, just the power of your voice and how how um, that connection that you have with your school and to the UN Sustainable Development Goals, which we're going to dive deeper in. Patrick, I would love to hear from you. Awesome, Amy. Thanks so much for having us today. We're really excited to be here. Uh, as you said, my name is Patrick Sheely. Uh, I'm a senior in the EDGE Global Microschool Program, uh, which as Grace and Mrs. Cummage both mentioned, uh, is a global microschool focused on global issues and empowering young people to make a change, not only in our own community, in our own school, but uh, worldwide. And it's been a really awesome experience. Uh, I'm also involved in a lot of different extracurricular activities. I'm involved in Liberty High School Theater, uh, Debate, National Honor Society, our J Crew, which helps uh, the freshman transition from middle school. And I also am involved with a lot of uh, musical theater outside of our school as well with Music Theater Kansas City. I'm also currently working on an internship with B&B Theaters, uh, doing some music contracting and event planning. Uh, but ultimately, I just love to get involved in my community and at my school. Um, and uh, the Edge Micro School and Global Brigades has really given me that opportunity to uh, reach out further and really make that global impact. So I'm really excited to be here and I'm happy to dig into all this information with you guys. Wonderful. Um, you and Grace are extremely busy. <laughs> it's just like, I'm like, wow, just uh, the amount of uh, ex extracurricular activities that you, you had. That's it's amazing. Um, Eric, before we dive, um, dive in with our students, um, I would love for you to talk more about Global Brigades and the Squads Abroad program. Um, can you share a little bit more with our listeners? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, in terms of the history um, of Global Brigades, uh, the organization got started back in 2004. Um, it's a great story. Our, our founding uh, our, our founding members, you know, went down on a medical um, mission trip, essentially to do rural clinics in Honduras back in 2004, and they were so blown away by the impact, you know, that they were able to make and the need that existed, um, you know, in these with doing these rural clinics. Uh, they came back and were motivated to establish essentially um, college chapters to do the same kind of thing to mobilize to go down and to do rural healthcare work. Um, so that's how the organization got its start. Um, you know, fast forward 18 years from, from that founding in 2004, and Global Brigades is now the largest student-led humanitarian organization in the world, um, with more than 500 university and high school chapters. Um, and I think you mentioned some of these statistics, you know, Amy, we've, um, you know, we've been able to mobilize over 83,000 um, college and high school students to participate in global brigades. 
and squads abroad um, fundraising initiatives that have that have raised over a hundred million in aid. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so it's 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 a very dynamic organization, and as we continue to grow, you know, kind of leading up to the pandemic, obviously a pivotal pivotal moment. Um, you know, when um, travel was halted, um, you know, our organization was able to redirect and and essentially continue channeling this important work we do collaborating with these communities. We were able to carry that on through these in-country teams on the ground. So everywhere where we operate, we have a team of local national professionals on the ground that is collaborating sustainably um, you know, with these communities year round. So even as you know, travel was you know, halted, um, our teams were still able as essential workers to be um, working in the field with these communities that we have these established relationships and commitments with. And then we were able to open this whole thing up through this virtual model to get then thousands of high school students and college students involved through this virtual model. Um, so, you know, through challenge comes opportunity and really mm -hmm. from it was born um, the, the tele model um, as a way, like I said, to involve um, student groups in our mission to inspire, mobilize and collaborate with these communities to achieve their own health and economic goals. And so, you know, we, as, as mentioned, we, our organization um, targets three UN sustainable development goals in health, water, sanitation, hygiene, and economic development. And through these in-country teams, I mentioned um, working through what we call our holistic model. And it's not just focusing on one-off projects, but rather working in, in all three areas of development, working with teams in the communities to identify and address um, their health and economic goals, um, and then involving the student groups who are able to support um, not only you know, funding through these tele programs, um, but then as is opening up, you know, also the ability to come down um, and participate in country as well. Um, but um, so, yeah, you know, we, we, it was, it was a big um, like pivot, you know, with the pandemic, but we are really thrilled with squads abroad alone. We involved over uh, 65 schools in, in one year and involved over 1600 high school students from all across the country in our international development work that may have not had that opportunity otherwise. Absolutely. Um, just appreciate the fact that, you know, you talk about um, that health, the health and economic goals and that commitment to community and how the program just really works with the community. And we'll be able to talk a little bit more about that. Um, but we do have to take a quick break. So we're going to um, continue our conversation with our guests from Global Brigade. So stay with us on the power of young people to change the world. Voice American Empowerment Radio. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
For nearly 40 years, the Minnesota-based National Youth Leadership Council has worked globally to transform classrooms, empower teachers, and captivate students by leading the way in providing high-quality, dynamic service learning content to school districts, classrooms, after-school programs, and everything in between. NYLC accelerates student achievement by strengthening academic, civic, and character outcomes through service learning. They tap into the passion, creativity, and ingenuity of all young people to make meaningful change happen. NYLC offers a variety of paths to reach service learning excellence through membership, its annual spring national service learning conference, customized professional development, tools, resources, and soon to be released, Getting Started in Service Learning, a book designed for teachers ready to lead the way to address real-world issues with all young people, inspiring them to serve, learn, change the world. Visit nylc.org to learn more today. You are listening to The Power of Young People to Change the World with Amy Muirs. To find out more about Amy and the National Youth Leadership Council, please visit nylc.org. Now back to the show. So welcome back, everyone. Today I'm here with Eric, Serena, Grace, and Patrick, and we're talking about the Squads Abroad program um, and the at Global Brigades and Edge Global Micro School in Liberty, Missouri. And before break, um, Eric did an amazing job telling us um, all about um, the Squads Abroad program and and the work of Global Brigades. So Serena, I would love to hear more about the EDGE Global Micro School, um, that connection with the Global Brigade Squads Abroad program and, and what your school is all about. Certainly. Well, EDGE, uh, I believe Grace mentioned earlier, stands for Empowering Discovery of the Global Experience. And we just kicked off our EDGE experience on uh, in August of this school year. So it is really just brand new. We um, focus on the UN sustainability goals. So our students are tackling some of those issues through different projects that they do. We are located, as you mentioned, in Liberty, Missouri, and we serve in our district students from both Kansas City, Missouri, and Liberty. So that's where we're located. We have approximately 115 students, and they are in grades 9 through 12, working side by side. We have cross-curricular, interdisciplinary learning experiences that are based on their project-based problem-based learning uh, opportunities that are focused on activism and teaching students how even as teenagers, they can start to make a, a change in the world. And in the planning process of EDGE, one component that was really important to all of us was this idea of a senior capstone project, something that is really driven by those students that they can own and pursue based on a passion of of theirs. And as part of that capstone experience, that's where our partnership with the Global Brigades Telesquads came into the picture. Our uh, assistant principal, who's I mean, Edge was essentially her her brainchild. So she has just been an incredible at searching, researching, uh, finding these possible partnerships and really sharing with us teachers as, as we're planning to give us options for opportunities like this. So she learned about um, Global Brigades, the Telesquad program. 
she was really excited when she learned about it for this opportunity for our students to be able to connect with the community in another country. Our long-term goals are for our students to be able to actually travel to other countries to do service in communities abroad. Um, our wonderful experiences with COVID put a hold <laughs> on that, of course, with all travel. Of course, yeah. So an alternate to that was this amazing Telesquads program. And so we had a conversation about how we could work that opportunity in with their edge experience, um, in with the capstone project. And so in talking, about what their capstone projects could look like, those community-based projects, and what um, we want our, our seniors to be able to do for themselves, do for the community, and how they could best learn, we decided that this uh, partnership with Telesquads during the first semester would be a great fit. So then during first semester, we had our, we have 11 seniors in our program. And so 11 of those students, those 11 seniors participated in the community development telesquad. So during that process, we got to meet um, twice a week via Zoom with our point person in Honduras. His name was um, Alicio Alvarez, who was absolutely amazing to work with. And I think that his charisma and his excitement really helped us make a connection and help the students have some that that energy really really bled into all of us so we got to work with him as kind of our liaison there over 14 different sessions where we were able to learn about the community uh, identify the needs of the community and then the students were from there able to create and pitch a sustainable action plan to the members of that community. So it was just an absolutely amazing opportunity to them for the students to be able to serve others in another country and experience that while still being in the um, safe confines in terms of COVID of our schools. Mm -hmm. So that sounds absolutely amazing. And so um, I want to just dig in and ask Grace, like, what was this experience like for you? What what did you do? Um, this experience was definitely beyond what you often get out of just your average classroom. It was really cool to, like, take the things that you're learning in all different classes and just, like, get to spend time in school actually doing a project that's going to apply to, like, real world issues and so I think that overall, my time and experience with Global Brigades was just incredibly eye-opening. Um, throughout a two-month process, my classmates and I were able to make an action plan for this community in Honduras. And so the Global Brigades program uh, started out by just getting us in a classroom and explaining virtually what the organization does and then the role that us as seniors would play in it. Um, then we moved on to discussing the differences between like the upbringing that, you know, my classmates and I have had in Liberty, Missouri, to that of this community in Honduras, mm -hmm. which was just so powerful to kind of just recognize like that these individuals don't just get a bus ride to school every day and that they like, um, you know, we are here to come up with an action plan to help them with their transportation and school system and healthcare system. And so it was just really powerful to see and recognize like the privilege that we have and make a connection to this community miles away. Um, but it was just really awesome to first be predisposed to the problems that we were going to be trying to solve. So the first step was definitely learning about global brigades. And then second, learning about the community itself and how different it is. 
And then after establishing this much needed background knowledge, we had the opportunity to analyze statistics from a survey given to the community to kind of like gauge the problems that really needed solving. And then we were given the opportunity to virtually interview and ask the community questions about their priorities in working with us and Global Brigades. We wanted to know like what they were going to be trying to solve the most, what their priorities were, and put all of our energy into that because it is for them a lot more than it is for us, obviously, even though we get so much out of it. Um, and so just with all this information, we got to calculate what was needed and everything's cost. And then working together, we had the opportunity to live virtually um, present <laughs> our conclusions and action plan to the community to come up with um, the costs and just the impact it's going to have on them. And just by presenting it to them and answering their questions and getting to communicate with them, we had the power to just take a normal classroom and turn it into something that is making an impact and is communicating with people who we otherwise would never have an opportunity to communicate with or have a connection to. Just from your voice, I can hear how excited you are about your participation in this. And that just, it just makes my, me smile in such a, in a way, like if my camera's on, you would just see me beaming. Um, thank you so much for sharing that. And so I want to ask Patrick about the impact this program had on you. Um, you're a senior, right, Patrick? Yes, I am. Uh, and the, the impact was definitely uh, very big. And as Grace said perfectly, it was very eye-opening. Uh, it was a very eye-opening experience. I mean, this program has simply just made me aware of the different issues and inequities that still exist all around our world today. And specifically for us in uh, our community, El Cargual in Honduras. Uh, and so we got to communicate with El Cargual, uh, which still wasn't even a legalized community yet, meaning that they uh, couldn't even receive funding from the government for their infrastructure and water needs simply because they weren't recognized as a community in Honduras. And so just right there, you know, right off the bat, uh, you could just really see how um, it was a very, very different place than what uh, we had maybe been experiencing at Liberty High School and here in Liberty, Missouri. Uh, and so just kind of seeing that and then getting to really make a difference, be able to help these communities with their problems that they had previously not been able to receive help for was a really special thing to experience. Uh, and I really just enjoyed seeing the positive impact that it had on them. Uh, and as far as like what I experienced, I mean, just making a positive change in the world, I just noticed was a really incredible thing to experience. Uh, and ultimately, it was a unique opportunity that we had with the Squads Abroad program because, I mean, you could really just tell um, from we actually got to Zoom with um, the community and we met about the action plan and talked about their different needs and stuff. You could just tell that there was a sense of uh, thankfulness and uh just truly, they seem so happy just to know that other people cared about their needs and were willing to give them support. Uh, so it, I mean, that was the main impact that it had on me just to see the impact that it had on these people. Uh, and just to know that I made a difference was something really uh, special and unique with this program. That's amazing. And so I'm going to turn to you, Eric, because, you know, I love to talk about service learning. So can you talk about how service learning supports the Squads Abroad program? I mean, I'm hearing it in these students, but I would love for you to articulate it for us. Yes, absolutely. I, I, you could hear it in their voices. Uh, Grace and Patrick made so many really poignant, you know, statements there. I, Grace was saying, you know, 
that this is is you know it, it's not for us. It's it's about the community. Um, and Patrick saying about all you know that they learned about the inequities you know mm-hmm. in these communities. And that, you know, for me is a real definition of service learning that I learned back going into my Peace Corps experience is, is that service learning starts with proactive listening, um, right? And, and, you know, so often we go into these experiences with so much, you know, enthusiasm. We want to make change and we want to make that impact. Um, but it really is that first step of, you know, listening to the needs of the community because it is about them and it is for them. Um, so sometimes it's, you know, it's almost, um, you know, holding back on, on that enthusiasm. Um, and so, you know, at these programs, you know, the, and these tele programs, um, allow students to really get behind and learn about these communities and the needs of these communities. Um, and, and, and they learn that these, these, you know, these projects are, are not simple. They're complex. Um, they're real world. Um, and that, you know, it's, it's going to get messy, even virtually, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, it really challenges, you know, students to listen and then pull from, you know, their, their knowledge base um, to look at the data, you know, that we've amassed, you know, in working these communities um, to help, you know, draw these conclusions and these recommendations. Um, you know, one story I can tell you about another Telesquad group, um, like this Liberty High School group, um, we had a STEM group that was working, actually was matched um, with the school to do a STEM project as they started um, digging into the needs of the school. They learned that in this, you know, community um, students water at the school was essentially cut off, you know, for three months of the year because water was getting diverse, uh, you know, was getting um, diversified into the fields for agriculture um, as needed. But it just meant that students in the school did not have any water when they went to school, you know, for the bathrooms, for to wash their hands, um, for drinking. Um, and so students um, worked with our engineer to to essentially design a water tank um, that was they they essentially did the designs through the Telesquad program, and then they were so inspired that then they did fundraisers following the program. Um, you know, sold bands and um, did did bake sales to fundraise to actually build that water tank, which then we implemented um, months ago in the school. So it just goes, you know, to illustrates kind of that whole process from from listening to implementing, you know, what, what are the needs? Yeah, it is. It's amazing. Yeah. I picked up on um, when Grace was talking about um, the data and like analyzing the, the data and then conducting, you know, like interviews and, you know, the, that connection to academics is so strong and so important. So, you know, there's the experience of, of making a real change and then there's also the learning, the real learning that happened um, as part of the instruction of the program. So thank you so much for sharing that. We have to take another quick break. The segment went way too fast. So um, when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with today's guests. So stay with me on the power of young people to change the world. We'll be right back. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. For nearly 40 years, the Minnesota-based National Youth Leadership Council has worked globally to transform classrooms, empower teachers, and captivate students by leading the way in providing high-quality, dynamic service learning content to school districts, classrooms, after-school programs, and everything in between. NYLC accelerates student achievement by strengthening academic, civic, and character outcomes through service learning. They tap into the passion, creativity, and ingenuity of all young people to make meaningful change happen. NYLC offers a variety of paths to reach service learning excellence through membership, its annual spring national service learning conference, customized professional development, tools, resources, and soon to be released, Getting Started in Service Learning, a book designed for teachers ready to lead the way to address real-world issues with all young people, inspiring them to serve, learn, change the world. Visit nylc.org to learn more today. You are listening to The Power of Young People to Change the World with Amy Muirs. To find out more about Amy and the National Youth Leadership Council, please visit nylc.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Um, if you're just joining us, we're having an amazing conversation with the team from the Edge Global Micro School in Liberty, Missouri. We've got Serena, Patrick, and Grace, and also the president of Global Brigade Squads Abroad Program, Eric. Um, I want to jump in. We were talking about the service learning experience, and Eric was um, sharing how the Squads Abroad program utilizes service learning as the students experience um, for taking action in the communities. And so, Grace, I, I would love to hear from you. Was there anything that really surprised you about your experience? Um, yes, a couple of things. I think that first, I was really shocked by our ability to feel a personal connection with this group of people um, that we, you know, didn't have a ton in common with thousands of miles away over Zoom. Working with Global Brigades was at first like worrisome just to hear the concept because I and I think some of my classmates really doubted the ability and our ability to make that connection through Zoom. However, um, we got deep into conversation and we talked about um, really personal and like big impactful concepts because we are dealing with um, providing people with, you know, food and transportation and education and things that are personal and really impactful. And so that surprisingly was like not a huge barrier over Zoom. Um, our group talked about how we had grown throughout this process and we had a lot of reflection on what we were doing and how we were working together and how we were applying that um, to working with this community in Honduras. So I think that the biggest surprise was definitely um, breaking down the barrier of just like, you know, talking to someone over a computer screen, but still making that connection. And then I think um, another thing that was kind of surprising on a lighthearted note was um, having to present to the community in Spanish. Uh, <laughs> Global Brigades, we wanted the final presentation to be really personal, uh, personal to the community. And so we were encouraged uh, to speak in Spanish. But um, for me personally, this was quite the challenge because I haven't taken a, a day of Spanish in my life. Um, <laughs> but my other classmates were able to carry me and they had experience. So they picked up my slack and, um, you know, we struggled or I struggled to learn the pronunciation in short notice. But I know like 
they had to appreciate it, our attempt. Um, and we definitely gave them a copy of everything we were giving them because I don't know how good my pronunciation was. That's wonderful. Do you have, like, is there a word that you remember? Oh, no. I am horrible at Spanish. I take French, but I can, I was horrible. That's wonderful. Well, what an amazing opportunity, though. And to, like, think about, like, this you know, Spanish is their, their language. So to like take and present, yeah, that had to have been really impactful on them. Um, So Mm -hmm. Patrick, what did you learn about yourself throughout this experience? Did you learn Spanish? I did learn Spanish. I was lucky (laughs) enough to have uh, at least a little bit of of training before, Um, but you know, Grace muy bien. She she did a great job. Um, Anyway, I learned a lot of stuff about myself for sure. Uh, I mean, I just mainly learned that I can make a difference, uh, even if it was just over Zoom. I mean, Grace kind of touched on that, the fact that like we were thousands of miles away and talking to these people over a computer screen, and yet we could still do something that made an impact. I mean, yes, maybe it was relatively small, but it left that big impact and was a extremely powerful thing to experience. I mean, she mentioned that meeting that we had with them once again, just seeing that look on their face, like they could tell that, Oh, well, they're like, they're trying to speak Spanish. They care. They're putting this together and they're trying to support us and help assist us. And, uh, you know, making our community better and becoming a community even from that standpoint. Um, so, I mean, going through it, they virtually had no water storage system. That was the main thing that we were focusing on. That was the need that we were assessing in the community. So we created the action plan for this issue, um, along with many others, advocating for the addition of more water storages for El Cargual and the financial information and resources that this solution would require. So uh, ultimately doing that work and then then seeing uh, the, the impact, knowing that it was bettering a community uh, was something that uh, made me feel like I was doing something really important, uh, knowing that they were getting that care and support that they needed. Uh, And so I also learned that I was very lucky to have the life and community that I have here in Liberty, Missouri. Uh, But then also that um, there are others who need that help and assistance and that I have the chance uh, and the capabilities to provide that uh, just from over a computer screen. And so uh, that's just kind of a few of the things that I learned and especially about myself that, you know, I I have the ability to make that change uh, globally, thousands of miles away virtually. So it was really cool. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. It sounds like um, this might have, this is like made like this lifelong impression on you. And um, that's an amazing opportunity that not everyone gets to experience. Grace, you've talked a little bit and so has Patrick about the community um, that you served. I'm wondering if you can tell us more like what you learned um, about this community. Yes, definitely. Um, I think that most importantly, I learned that this community in Honduras consisted of incredibly hardworking and passionate people. I think from day one after, you know, we got those statistics and got to talk to them about what their passions were and like what their priorities were and lifting each other up. Um, you could just see that the leaders of the community just were really passionate about like making a difference and making a change and um, just, you know, working with us. And that was really powerful. But um, more specifically, uh, I we got to research, you know, how difficult these communities access to what we have in Liberty, Missouri is. And so learning just how um, they have to walk miles to the neighboring city that ne- next to none of these uh, children attended high school because of a lack of transportation and access to education. 
Um, but then also that many of them did not have access to like government aid because mm. their grounds were not legally considered a city, um, which is like very different than obviously what we have here. Um, but then also that um, 41 households shared only a few water wells and uh, like Patrick said, had very little water storage. So just to learn um, the environment that they live in and to know that they are working so hard to just, um, you know, become a legal city and to, you know, work for government aid and government recognition and just to, you know, work so hard for each other and to get kids educated and to work on transportation was really eye-opening and just really kind of transformed, um, you know, how you look at the things that you have. And so I think, you know, another really powerful thing was that Patrick and I and Ms. Cummage and our squad, um, we saw that 336 individuals were impacted by what we did. And it was just, you know, it's just really powerful to know that we have all this new knowledge on like Honduras, but then also know that 300 of those individuals we could make an impact on. That's amazing. That's, yeah. Talk about powerful. Thank you for sharing because it's important to know that there's passion on the side of the, the community, right? Like they're bringing resources to the table too. Um, Serena, before we go to break, I'd love to hear from you more about um, how you see success um, for students, for the communities that you're serving and that connection to the UN Sustainable Development Goals that, that you spoke about earlier. Um, can you talk more about that? And at your school? Certainly. Well, for, for our students, I think that success looks or, or rather sounds like what you're hearing here from Grace and Patrick and their passion and excitement for the opportunities that they had. Um, I, I think that if our students can take one thing, which I mean, they took so many more than just, just one thing from this, but whether, you know, it's, it's successful, whether it's, you know, greater empathy for other people, um, a, a greater confidence in their own ability to make change, those actual skills of research and drawing conclusions, synthesizing the data and information, developing the questions that they had to develop for that uh community interview and those Zooms, those skills that they can then go back to when they go to future projects throughout their lives. I think that that is an incredible skill. One student had said that he'd, he'd never interacted with someone from another country, another culture until this project. And so having that opportunity alone, I think is an incredible success. Um, so our, our, I think the time management, the collaboration, the the communication, all of those things are just amazing. And then within the communities, I think that um, any way that that the work that these students do that can have a positive impact on that community, I think that that is that is success. That the goal through Global Brigades is for the community to be able to sustain and grow any positive impact our students start. So if they're able, even able to do that in one area, that that to me looks like success. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. And that connection, I think, is so important um, to the UN Sustainable Development Goals. And it's so clear in the work that Global Brigades is doing and what your school is doing. And then Grace and Patrick so eloquently um, were able to show, um, show all of us 
like how successful this real world service learning model is. And so um, I just like hats off because um, we need so many, we need our schools doing this and, and you guys are a model that I hope others look to. We do have to take one last short break. And then when we come back, we're going to get some final reflections from today's guests. So stay with me, Amy Muir's on the power of young people to change the world. And remember to follow the show on social media at nylc.org or find us at nylc.org. We'll be right back. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. For nearly 40 years, the Minnesota-based National Youth Leadership Council has worked globally to transform classrooms, empower teachers, and captivate students by leading the way in providing high-quality, dynamic service learning content to school districts, classrooms, after-school programs, and everything in between. NYLC accelerates student achievement by strengthening academic, civic, and character outcomes through service learning. They tap into the passion, creativity, and ingenuity of all young people to make meaningful change happen. NYLC offers a variety of paths to reach service learning excellence through membership, its annual Spring National Service Learning Conference, customized professional development, tools, resources, and soon to be released, Getting Started in Service Learning, a book designed for teachers ready to lead the way to address real-world issues with all young people, inspiring them to serve, learn, change the world. Visit nylc.org to learn more today. You are listening to The Power of Young People to Change the World with Amy Muirs. To find out more about Amy and the National Youth Leadership Council, please visit nylc.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. I cannot tell you this. This time has just flown by and we're in our final few minutes together. So I really want to get some reflections from each of you. And so, Eric, I would love for you just to share your reflection on the impact need and your passion for this program, especially coming out of Peace Corps. And how how can high schools get involved in the Squads Abroad program? Yeah, thanks, Amy. I mean, I just listening, um, you know, to to Patrick um, and and Grace describe the experience. You know that that is uh, really uh, rewarding, and the reason you know I got involved, um, you know, in doing this work, um, really believe that students do have you know the power uh, to make an impact and to make change, and that you know the, these are the leaders of tomorrow. These are our elected officials and professionals, you know, of the future. And for them, um, you know, as Serena shared, the fact that having a student that had her first, uh, you know, his or her first experience, you know, interacting um, with someone from another culture, it's really all those, uh, not only the hard skills students are learning, you know, medical skills, engineering skills, um, small business skills, um, but the soft skills and those those real intangibles um, of the you know cultural competencies. Um, 
um, and the adaptability, mm -hmm. um, which is is so key, is really I think the the value of you know what these these programs are able to convey. And then also I I hear over and over how appreciative both students and teachers are that students have the opportunity to kind of get out of their comfort zones, right? And we all um, we all are in our own worlds, and and to uh, appreciate the fact that many families don't have running water or flush toilets, you know, or, or the educational opportunities, um, I think is, you know, a real eye-opening experience. I think it, it really helps students appreciate um, those, those things we have. It also helps them appreciate the beauty and the strength of many of these cultures that we're working with in and, and not take those things for granted as well. Um, so, you know, that is really, you know, you know my passion in being involved, you know, in these programs. Um, I'm, I'm looking at my mantle. I have a plaque um, that the oft quoted, you know, um, quote by Margaret Mead, you know, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has, you know, in this case, I think it applies to a small group of students um, that are making meaningful change that are a catalyst, you know, that are really motivating, you know, these communities to look at the priorities. And this is really the first step in a lot of these communities applying um, for loans to focus in these, you know, different for these different development goals. So students do make a difference in um, shining a light, you know, and caring, um, you know, and and essentially helping these communities move towards, you know, reaching the their own goals. Um, so uh, to get involved, you know, we we love working and we've had, we've been fortunate, like I said, through this virtual program to be in classrooms across the country, working with high schools, often, you know, that is organized by a teacher. Um, we also work with clubs, student clubs, um, community service clubs, Spanish clubs uh, to to organize um, these tele programs as well. So it can all be um, found on our website squads.org. Um, but again, we, we welcome, you know, all student uh, participation and uh, want to support them on that journey of service. Wonderful. Thank you so much um, for sharing, Eric. Um, Serena, what would you say to other teachers out there who are thinking about incorporating real world experiences, service learning into their classrooms? What would you say to them? I would tell them, do not hesitate and just just go for it. Um, it. It provides a new level of authenticity to school. It gives students a purpose and a, a why, as, as you often hear students ask, why do we have to do this? Why does this matter? When am I ever going to use this? It, it gives students the answers to that because they're able to learn so many new skills through service learning across virtually any content area can be implemented in service learning in some capacity. It, it allows students an opportunity to create a connection with their communities, whether it is a local community or part of the global community that we are all members of. And it, it shows students that they can become activists, they can make changes now, even as teenagers, and it, the more that we can instill that confidence and that drive in students when they're in high school, 
then they can continue to be those change makers throughout the rest of their lives. Wonderful. Thank you so much. You you said it perfectly. So Grace and Patrick, I, I, um, I'm going to invite each of you to share one takeaway from your experience that you want people to know. Like, so Grace, what's that? What would you want people to take away from your experience? What do you want them to know? I think overall that um, no matter what, there's always some way to make a difference. Um, If there's a problem, there's always a way to solve it or at least contribute to attempting to solve it. Um, And just like Ms. Cummins said, um, to not be afraid to do something unique or different, like in the classroom or outside of it, uh, just to make a real change in the world. Beautiful. Patrick? Uh, I couldn't agree with Grace more. I mean, definitely you know that you can always make a difference, even when it may seem impossible to do so. And whether that's, you know, in person or even on a computer screen a thousand miles away, it's always possible. Um, and also that little acts of care and kindness can go a long way. Mm-hmm. We definitely saw that uh, with Honduras. And yeah, just don't be afraid to dive in and challenge yourself to make a change. Wonderful. I just want to thank each of you for being here today, Grace and Patrick, um, your passion, your commitment um, to making a positive change in the world. It just shines so bright. Thank you so much for the hard work that you guys put in. Um, It really is inspiring. Um, And I hope that you continue this journey wherever, whatever's after high school. I hope you continue on this journey. Um, Eric, I want to thank you so much for the great work of Squads Abroad program and all the work of Global Brigades. Um, I truly believe that service learning experiences like these are something that should be in every single school and that every student should have this experience. So thank you so much for the hard work you guys are doing. And Serena, uh, teacher of all teachers, thank you for being in the classroom, for being a champion of young people. Um, that you are so eloquent about how and why these are such powerful experiences. And I think um, if we have more time, we could talk about how these type of experiences impact teachers, right? So we might have to have you back on the show to talk about how it inspires you and, and keeps you motivated, especially in a Zoom world right now. So thank you guys so much for all of your hard work. Remember, you can check out Global Brigades at globalbrigades.org. Next Next week, we've got another great show. I've got guests from the Give the Hope Foundation in Johannesburg, South Africa. Students and teachers are taking action. You're going to want to check it out there. It's an amazing story. Um, In the meantime, I want you to check out the Service Learning Conference website. It's coming up April 20th through the 22nd in Minneapolis, and then we'll have a virtual day on April 27th. We've got Civic Education and Educating for Democracy track, a Power of Young People to Change the World panel, National Service Learning Awards, so much more. It's going to be here in the land of 10,000 lakes or online. We've got the virtual thing going too. So check it out. We want you to come and join us at Together. And of course, if you, so mark your calendars, April 20th through the 22nd, April 27th. And of course, mark your calendars for every Thursday at six o'clock Eastern. And until next time, I hope you'll join us as we serve, learn, change the world. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to the power of young people to change the world. 
Your host, Amy Muirs, will return for another program next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Together, we'll serve, learn, change the world. 